we had great situational hits as a team, and I think that was a big part of us moving on and getting into the World Series. I like to say, you know, like the first 30 games, uh, you see the league balance out. When we get there, you know, we'll know more about our team, and you know, like, and we'll know what we really need to do. I've seen the inside of the clubhouse, how these guys get along together, the, the coaching staff, the manager. It's a well-oiled machine as far as uh, continuity. There's no easy games in baseball, but we have teams that we should play very well against. Good morning, everybody. I do believe it's Friday morning. This is Speaking of Sports, The Daily Show. Many of you had said, have asked what happened uh, to the great intro song from last year. And I think you're talking about... Rev it up, baby. Because, you know, the Phillies didn't play last night. So I got to fire you up on a Friday morning across the Delaware Valley, baby. Does the song bring it? Richie, relax, all right? We're going to do it once, Richie. The music, please. I'm going to come run us down. Where's that volume button, man? Where's the volume button? Damn it, Chad. Chad didn't teach me the volume button on this damn thing. Shoot. Rev it up, baby. It ain't me. Don't tell me. That's what the Phillies are saying about winning. All right, enough of that, right? Anyway, good morning. Yeah, it's more craziness, right? Where are we going to go from here? You don't know. You know, fifth of the season's over. I thought what we do to start is take a look at the run differential and what it means to each uh, division in the American League. You have uh, a bit of an anomaly. You have all five teams in positive run differential. Tampa Bay at the top at plus 114, which is amazing. Followed by Baltimore, up and coming. They do hit. The Red Sox coming to town at plus 25 run differential and playing inspired 1914 ball. I'll go through their lineup in a bit. Toronto fouls up at plus one. And uh, the Yankees actually are plus four, even though they have them listed last. So uh, at 17 and 15, the Yankees got their work cut out for them. Everybody says they're a 90-win team. If I had to bet the over-under right now, and I have a bit of a cold today, apologize for that, I would take uh, I would take the under 90 with the Yankees. I just think they're the land of broken parts, or is it, or is it misfit pieces? <laughs> I have no idea. In the Central, you have the uh, Twins, the Twinkies at 18 and 14, record plus 27 run differential, and everybody else stinks. They're all negative. No, they don't actually stink. But right now, Cleveland, Detroit, the White Sox, and KC are all under 500. So who knows? Maybe they do stink. But negative 19, 37, 66, and 65. Run differential equates. It does every year. Why Why doesn't it? You know, if you lose a game 10-9, right, versus 10-1, you put up nine runs, but you lost the game. You didn't have pitching. But you did score runs. Run differential absolutely does matter. There's a very, very stark uh, high correlation between the teams that make the playoffs and advance in the playoffs and the best run differentials. So don't poo-poo my run differential. In the West, Texas, you know, kind of as advertised, they lost a bunch of one-run games last year, like the Marlins, I think. I don't know they I think they lost 39 one-run games, something like that. So they're plus 69, you know, they're getting it done. 
L.A. Uh, Angels, 18-14, plus 28. Will they drop? You know, they get off to a good start every year. The Astros, decimated by injuries at plus 22, still finding a way to win with a bunch of injuries. Seattle, 15-16, plus 9. And, boy, you got to love Oakland at minus 125, right? There ought to be a rule that if your team gets to minus 100 run differential this early that you're disqualified from being in Major League Baseball. Let's go quicker in the National League, all right? You have the East with Atlanta just start getting ready to run away with it at 22 and 10, a plus 60, and everybody else just like the other division I talked about, stinks. Minus one, Mets. The Fish in third place in the division, 16 and 16. Minus 52. The Phils, the Fightins, minus 29. That's impressive, huh? And the Nats at minus 25. That division was expected to be really competitive, and it may end up being that, but run differential-wise, everybody's beaten up on the National League East so far. And the Central... You got uh, surprising Pirates at 20 and 12, plus 37. Hats off. Milwaukee, 18 and 13, plus 18. And uh, Cubbies, 15 and 16, in a fade mode, plus 42. It should be noted that Tampa Bay just swept the Pirates. Ouch. Of course, the manager doesn't get thrown out game one. When does the Pirates manager get tossed? He gets tossed game three. When he, you know, he boils over and can't accept the fact that his Pirates may be a fraud. You know, oh well, Cincinnati at 13-18, uh, I'm sorry. Minus 24, followed up by the fraud of the year in all divisions, all of baseball. The uh, Cardinals 10-22, and 22. check it out. Losers of six straight. All right, how about that lineup? It started out the first four games. Everybody in the Cardinals lineup was about 400. Six straight losing and minus 23. What do you make of the Cardinals? What would you, what would you bet on right now? Will they make the playoffs? Be kind of shocking if they don't. In the West, the Dodgers at 19-13 are plus 42. They've kind of resurrected their season early on, if you will. Arizona, that kid Carroll. If you haven't seen him yet, you gotta you gotta watch that kid Carroll. Okay, goes around the bases in like you know four seconds. He's five tall player. And he's like five, built like olive oil. He's five six, hundred thirty pounds soaking wet. That's a bit of hyperbole. Seventeen and fourteen plus eight. You know the Padres seventeen fifteen minus three. Sam Fran thirteen and seventeen. That's about where they expect the. That's all year long at minus 18. And the Rockies, you know, it, what a joke. And, uh, but then they go home and win four straight. That miserable lineup you saw against the Phillies goes home and wins four straight. You know, the the magic of Coors Field. But they also got a couple guys back. One of them, you know, Bryant, he's a good player. So that's what it looks like from the standpoint of run differential. So if you want to predict anything from it so far, you're really going to – you have great certainty that Tampa Bay, you know, is going to uh, be right at the end, getting off to a 26-6 and start. The one thing that Tampa Bay lacked in the postseason every year was OPS. They pitched. They played the hell out of defense. That low-budget team that comes in $100 million less than everybody else, you know, as Boa always says – 
I don't know. Something happens down in Tampa Bay down there. We don't know what it is, but something happens. Players go there. They're better. They always have mid-cap budget, and they win, but they lack power. Well, this year, they've got OPS, and, and they're leading the league in home runs. So Tampa Bay's obviously for real. Let's jump in to a new segment of the show. We're going to have a fun facts feature. We will we will mine out, we'll research a stat that's compelling that I can guarantee you you've never heard before. Okay, so that's going to be our run differential that you've never heard our facts, uh, our stats under fun fact feature. You got to check this out. So I was interested in our Phillies and how they've done against the better competition. The last three years, that's a fairly broad parameter, but they've, they've played better than 500 ball. So how have they done against 500 team? That's logical, right? The, the Phillies, uh, 21 through 23, they're 15 and 17 so far this year, are 184 wins and 172 losses, okay? That's slightly over 500 team. I think it's 510. Uh, but anyway, a 500 team. Now we want to know how they fared when they played 500 competition. The When you take a look at the other 500 teams, they play competitive ball or more so than 500 ball against 500 competition. Stands to reason. But when you take a look at the Phillies in 2021, they were 15th in baseball against 500 teams at 30 and 38. That's that's concerning, right? In 2022, it gets worse. They were 34 and 47, right? Minus 13 against 500 teams. And now you start to develop a little bit of a, a trend, a very concerning trend. In 23, they're 19th this season at 4 and 11. So now you, you know, give me a composite of all that. And uh, they're 68 and 96. I want to say that again 68 and 96 the last three years against 500 teams. So the Phillies don't match up on paper against 500 teams. Yet, when you take a look uh, at run differential, and they're about even over the last three years, I think it's it's plus 22, uh, to be precise. And they've been ranked in baseball uh, in the upper half of, of Major League Baseball. So there's no obvious reason why the Phillies, when you look at them offensively and pitching-wise, there's Nothing jumps out at why they would be 16-96 against 500 competition. You know, why do the Phillies stink against 500 teams? Because they've hit, they've been ranked high enough, and they've pitched, not at the top, but high enough. So it doesn't make sense. Their, their record's over 500, 184 and 172, I remind you. But their record against 500 teams is abysmal. So it doesn't translate to their offense lacking or their pitching necessarily lacking. So we talk so often about what's the what's the consistent fiber throughout all three years? 
And I realize, you know, this is a short season so far. But defense. Defense is the neutralizer here against why the Phillies, who have hit okay and pitched okay, don't play okay against 500 teams. And that's sort of the unspoken, the unknown. We don't break it apart. It's the plays off the ball that are not made. And that's what's killed his team. Yes, you could also talk about their batting average with runners in scoring position. I looked it up. It's not as bad as you would expect. It's not like they're dead last or anything like that. But where they're in the bottom three each year is defensive run save, defensive efficiency, other wins against losses defensively, all those other funky metrics that you don't want to hear, don't have an appetite for, they're at the bottom. So an inept defense has kept the Phillies from doing better each year, okay, and competing against 500 teams. So I don't know how much promise you have for right now with this year's Phillies team. When you look at 22, their runs uh, offense was 4.61. It was seventh in baseball. Where are we 23? We're 18th in baseball at 428. 22 runs per game pitching allowed, 4-2-3, which is 15th. About 23 runs per game allowed, 5.19. Nothing sounds too good so far. But what what about wins above average? Kind of like a war stat for teams. They were 8th last year. They're 23rd this year. Last year, we our catcher was first in baseball at 4.8 way above all the other catchers, and our starting pitching was 7.7, third in baseball. That's wins above average. Do we have any positives in the top three this year? Nada. Our best, our highest-ranked player is right field, Casty at fourth, and center field, Marsh, at fifth. This will get you a win at the water cooler today. Name the next category, the next highest category for the Phillies, against all teams in wins against average, and it's pinch hitting. We're ranked fifth. Where's our left fielder comparatively against all major league left fielders? Oh, wait a minute. Hold on. Let me think. Uh, He's, oh, 25th. What do you know? I want to go through the Red Sox lineup. They hit the ball, and they got a kid that you're just going to love this kid. Jared Duran. Wait to see this guy's numbers. I mean, 417, 456, 683, 1139. I wanted to give you some background on him. They hit. They got a catcher, Reese McGuire. How about that? They gave up on him. I think it was Toronto. He comes to the Red Sox. He's 340 and 337, two years in a row. They're pesky. They score runs. They don't pitch a lot. They're 5.15 runs per game. But, you know, they're going to hit. We're not pitching a lot right now, so it's going to be a tough series to take two out of three. It's it's a pivotal series to start May. we got to start winning baseball games. All right, everybody have a great weekend. Go Phillies. Go Sixers. Uh, we won't get into that. Time does not allow. We'll be back on uh, Monday morning. We don't do a weekend show. Uh, we get a little break here. And... Uh, Baseball is a great game. We have a beautiful spring day. God's blessings, man. Just be thankful for everything. Hug the family. Enjoy the kids. Uh, Give 100% today, man. God bless you.